Hello and welcome to Gag of the Millennial. A show where we talk about pop culture. Current events. And spill the hot Darjeeling <laughs> right into your laps. Goldie Waldie. A spooky so, oh, yeah, skull so, today. Goldie Waldie. Welcome to the welcome tale of the crypt. <laughs> <laughs> we are the crypt keeper. Yes. We are the embodiment a of a screen mask. No, <laughs> <laughs> facelift. <laughs> The embodiment. She is to that. <laughs> the embodiment of a screen mask. Mm. Miss Ketamine Continental. So. so, first of all, hi, Hello. Sarah. How are you doing? I'm actually okay. She's today. actually good. I'm not dead. No, she's not Which dead. Which is very unfortunate for the topic of it today. It is actually, yeah. Could you, please, could you please get a grip and die? <laughs> yes, I can. Quite happily. I'm, yes. So, as it is Spooky season, me and Luxaria thought we'd delve back into the world of paranormal, ghostly, spooky, unnerving stories, experiences, everything paranormal. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, I mean, I'm a huge fan of like spooky ghostly paranormal things i'm also a fan but i'm also very skeptic at the same time yes so i think but so. i do like the sort of like ridiculousness of the story of like she came in, she the, came night in the night and she was dressed as santa but Ooh. she was dead Ooh. It's like, oh that's exciting and Santa's didn't happen a sissy. <laughs> yes, someone's been on lsd <laughs> so yeah i do want to preface this actually by saying um I am a believer in the paranormal and Luxaria isn't. Yes. So I think it works quite well that I have different different kind of uh, viewships on it. Yes. So there's no like, confirmation bias. Okay. And as always, if you have any stories, anything regarding to like scary things that have happened to you, it doesn't even have to be like ghost related. Like maybe you had like a scary experience a with witch. people. Yeah, a witch. Yes. I actually think, yes. So people are generally the real monsters. People are the real world. monsters, yes. So if you do have any stories, please comment down below and we would love to maybe do a future one of this. Maybe read out some of your own stories. And I will block you. And I will. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, let's get on with the stories. Right, this one is called The Uber Ghost. I've been driving for Uber and Lyft for a couple of years now, and the story I'm about to share with you is both exciting and sad. I got a call to pick up a guy at a bar in the downtown area of my city, and I waited by the sidewalk for what was four men walking to my car. I distinctly remember four men, one older and three younger. When they got in, one of the guys coming in from the back right-hand side was finishing his cigarette before getting in. There was a middle-aged Irish man in the front passenger seat and two Hispanic males in their late 20s and one youthful male who looked like he was from Puerto Rico or the Dominican Republic. Is that five? He was young with dark brown eyes, a buzz cut and bronze skin with a red sleeve baseball shirt and a wooden rosary. This man's gay, clearly, because he yes. noticed all of this stuff. Yes, that, exactly. yeah, look at, uh, look at these men. Uh, the whole ride was quiet and no one was engaging in any discussions. When I got to their hotel to drop them off, I remember turning on the top light in the car so the back passengers could make sure they got everything. But as I looked back, the kid in the middle with the rosary was gone and they hadn't even opened the doors yet. Oh, I don't like it. My brain was unable to figure this out. The two young men in the back got out and only one, and the only one left was the Irish guy in the front seat. I turned to him and explained there was a fourth rider and he thought I was bullshitting him. He even laughed and asked if I was sober. Finally, he asked me in a sort of mock tone what the guy looked like and I described him how I did above. Then it got weird. His face looked more sober and he said, This is weird. I don't believe in those things much, but you just described one of our friends who died before we came back to this city. He died in a car wreck. I went home after that and sat in bed trying to figure out what I'd just experienced. Oh, I don't like it. I've heard... Things like this I have actually heard of before. Yes, I've yes many many times of different variations to this story, but things have of like, like that. bringing an energy like someone that you've lost brings an energy with them. Yeah, like with the friend group further on in their life or something. Yes, yes. So I can sort of understand the idea of bringing the energy of someone who's no longer with you to like um to to your daily life or yes. to like events that you've been to. Obviously, I feel like everyone in the in the audience here will know what's like my story with my be- my best friend Sinestra, who's no longer with us. Yeah, I feel like I carry her energy with me in ways that are like cute memories or I go and do something every now and then that's like related to something that we used to do or yes. I might do a makeup look that we used to do together or something like that. We were both very like very similar in terms of style, in terms of like lots of things like that. So I feel like I carry that energy across. I don't know if I if I was to get into an Uber, someone would be like there's a lady sitting next to you with black hair. She used to be a man. <laughs> but um I don't know if that if that would ever happen to me, but it's interesting to know that People can pick up on the vibe or maybe even like sort of hallucinate someone that's 
been lost to time along the way yeah friends yes. you know what i mean i think it's, it's yeah you just kind of have to that's it's, yeah. it's up to you to interpret what you've just heard yes but like whether you choose to believe it or not i actually think sometimes as well because when it comes to being like i just saw a boy in the forest uh, that's very sort of like nondescript yeah. really yeah but when someone's described someone that someone personally knows and they've described them as they are it's a lot harder to be like you're just making shit up even the most skeptical of people can still have a scary experience. Yeah, I think the emotions are real. I don't yes. necessarily know if like an alien from the forest did come and probe my ancestries, but um, the feelings that that happened is still like live in there. Like people that have had a paranormal experience and they've come away from the situation feeling a bit shook. They, that feeling of shook is it's still real. real. Yeah, That's it's still real. They've yes. experienced that, but whether the, what they've experienced is real or not is like the question. Yes, you don't you don't really know. And I think stories like that to me are the most one of the most compelling. I think that mm. makes me go, oh, maybe there's actually something there than just I just saw a little boy running around the forest. He had eight legs, <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out back in eight. 1820 a boy sewed eight legs to his leg and yeah, died and, and died like, yeah so I feel, I feel like that's more compelling yeah. of the, the person in the car than, than the eight-legged child in the woods yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why that's where my mind went from an eight-legged child my last year at uni i lived in a four-bedroom house with a with a ground floor then two floors with two bedrooms each so i guess three two bedrooms each Oh yeah, sorry. I was like two bedrooms per person. No, what is this imagine? bougie place? So, five, going, so yeah. a five bedroom. I lived house. in a five star hotel. I don't know why this person didn't just say I lived in a five bedroom house. Yeah, I lived <laughs> in a big house. Yeah, easy. I was on the second floor, and the bedroom next to me was empty because the guy who we had rented it off would stay there now and then with his girlfriend. Okay. I don't think he ever actually slept there though when I was there. My bedroom and his had a small. Oh, had a small crawl space cupboard oh, in the corner. No, no. Crawl, if you I'm have a sorry. crawl space in your house, just burn it down. But the whole idea burn of what, what a crawl space is for. So you can go inside like and crawl about. It. It's weird. I come Oh in. no, there's a reason where oh, we have oh, them. Why? The reason is for horrific stories <laughs> like this. That's the uh, the builders are like, do you know what this needs? Creep. Creep. I come home from uni one day to find my friends discussing noises that sounded like loud footsteps that they heard from my floor that night when I was asleep. I laughed because apparently these noises were so loud, yet I heard nothing. Because I don't believe them, I offered to go look in the crawl spaces. Oh, awful. We go upstairs. I opened the door to the empty room, and right as I opened the door, the door to the crawl space then slammed shut. Oh, disgusting. We freak out. There's no reason for that door to even be open to begin with in the first place for it to be able to slam. We grab kitchen knives and hold up in one of my friend's rooms until the morning. We never found out what those noises were, but it was the scariest thing that ever happened to us the whole time we were there. So now this to me doesn't necessarily sound paranormal because there's that film, The Boy, where he lives in the walls. I And that is a real danger a because real... there are real people that have done that. Have you seen that video? There was this, So this is actually, a, this has happened before where um, I'll have to, sh I, I'll put it visually on the screen if you can see it. Sorry mm -hmm. for SoundCloud people. Um, but there was a story a little while ago of this man who kept having food go missing from his fridge. Yes, and he couldn't work it out. Yes. So he put a camera in his kitchen to like record what happened. And after he went to bed, someone crawled out of like the attic that had, a, there was like an attic space in his kitchen, crawled down like, and took food, ate food, urinated in the sink and then went back up. And it was just like, Horrendous. Oh my god, that yeah. is so terrifying. So when I hear stories about this, I kind of have the same reaction. This is the most like, believable, probably. Because, the, yeah, the most yeah. believable. I don't necessarily think it's like the rat eggs have hatched and the yeah. eight-legged children from the forest are <laughs> crawling about the crawl space. No, I'm actually like a man has committed a crime and then run into your house's yes. crawl space. That's much more likely to happen. And the uh, the thing is as well is that they both like were they there was they didn't really say it there, but like were those rooms like connected? Like, was the crawl space, like, they like maybe connected? Were connected by the crawl space. Because imagine, like, having that, and then, you know, you wake up, and, they're like, someone's in your bedroom, and they've come out well, of the crawl it. space. Oh! Yeah, that's exactly it. It can happen. It has happened. If I was ever in a house, and I found a crawl space, I would just completely block it up. Yeah. Just instantly, like, block like, it up. You, what, what are you needing it for? What you, what, why do you have a crawl space? What's all that for? Yeah, Stop weird. It. Really weird. What do you, like, yeah, what do you, you hear about it in, like, American homes, where they're, like, underneath the house? Mm -hmm. Like, there's, like, weird... But, like, is that... 
to stop flooding or something? Like, what? Why is the house Surely raised like that? Surely that just makes it difficult though, because if it floods, then you're like, oh, now all this stagnant water is stuck in the crawl space where I can't get it. So yeah, any, any like people who have crawl spaces like that, what are they for? Because I have no idea. Like, like not necessarily ones that are in the house like this person's, but like underneath the ground. I don't get what that's for. Oh. The thing is, I'm sure this probably is actually a reason yeah, for Americans. Maybe it's we... like pipes or so, like easy access to like pipes and plumbing know. and electricity. All I hear about that is like serial killers and hiding bodies. Yeah, literally. <laughs> that's yeah, that's all it is. It's like so I could find a strange smell when I entered this room. There's a dead what, body um, in the crawl space. John Wayne Gacy did. He hid all of is his. Is that what it is? He hid all of his bodies in his crawl space underneath his house. That's all I know of crawl spaces. Yes, is they were installed for John Wayne Gacy. They were, yeah. So I'm gonna read you this story. Okay. And uh, I want you to tell me what you what it kind of makes you think about. Okay. This wasn't me, but my dad. He grew up in a small village in Greece. One day on his walk home from work, it was storming quite heavily. He was standing on a tree. Oh, under- it's Avatar. It sounds exactly like Avatar. <laughs> no. No. So one day he wanted to walk home. It was, it was storming quite heavily. So he was standing under a tree in an attempt to walk, wait it out. But he was then approached by a slow old woman who he had never seen before. She had an umbrella in one hand and walking and a walking stick in the other. Oh, really she wonky. asked him, Can you, <laughs> would you like to come to my chocolate cunt? <laughs> She asks him, what are you doing? And he says, what are you doing? Well, Stop doing that immediately. Can I tell my story? I'm so sorry. For God's sake. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I've got such urges to scream today. So he says to her, I'm waiting out the storm so I can go home. I don't want to catch a cold. She tells him, you're going to live a long life. Don't worry. I would keep going and just risk getting a cold if I was you. And with that, she slowly walked away down the street out of his sight. My dad waited for a few more minutes and takes her advice. So he starts walking home in the rain. A few minutes passed and he hears an explosion. He turns around and he sees the tree that he was standing under was just hit by a lightning bolt and blew up. Frightened, he ran home, hoping to bump into the old woman to thank her, but he never saw her again after the encounter. I don't know so what just, film just, this is related to. It makes to. you think of like My Neighbor Totoro. Because oh. the, the, the two girls are standing there in the thing, and they needed help, and they're waiting for the dad, and then suddenly. It's been such a long time. Totoro's since there. Totoro's there to like help them, and then. He like just disappears, and maybe just maybe when I read that, I was maybe read a turn away. But I think it's, I think I've heard many stories like this in the past of like people being warned, almost like I mean, I'm not gonna a use harbinger it. of darkness. Yes, yes, like someone like I mean, they they would always call it the like the religiously like guardian it's angel. An angel. Yeah, like you. if you actually listen to what an angel looks like in the Bible, you wouldn't be like this sweet old lady <laughs> no, with a cane. You'd be like this giant <laughs> demon with seventeen <laughs> eyes was like, hello, I'm going to hello. impregnate you. Um, but I've, I've I've heard stories like this over yeah. the time of like someone sort of like almost a like divine warning. intervention or yeah. someone's like yeah, warning. Yeah. So I I mean I can't obviously with a lot it of this stuff. It would be a different story though if the woman was like you should go home and then she just went and mucked him on the way home. <laughs> We'd be hearing a very different story. <laughs> when you said the tree exploded, like I was listening to it and thinking like oh god the lady just exploded. The lady, yeah, <laughs> it was like playing worms. I old was woman. That's what it reminded me of, which it, yeah. is why I was giggling. So much, but, but yeah. I, th- I think this is an interesting concept. I- I've actually watched videos of like, like close, uh, close encounters, close encounters, yeah. or like, uh, what's it called, like close calls of mm-hmm. things. And there's been similar videos of like people talking and they've moved for two seconds, and then all of a sudden, if they didn't move, they would have been struck by. There's a- there's a video of that man going into a lift with like a. It's like a heavy, it's like a warehouse. Yes, and yeah. literally two yeah. seconds and moves like, and it just collapses. Mm-hmm. And, you, and it's like little things like that. Are like any second you could have just died. But I've heard ones of like people intervening and things giving you warnings. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know how to feel about this. Well, the thing is we only ever hear about it when it's a close call because yeah. otherwise it's just like death. Yeah. We just hear like, oh, lady died. In the forest, struck by lightning. Struck by lightning. So maybe that man did feel very like lucky, but I think that's kind of what it is. It's like a random act of luck, almost yeah. to be like. But then, like, imagine if we'd heard this story and then he got a cold and he went home and died from the cold. Died. Because yeah. he's actually C19. Yeah. Imagine that. Then the old lady would be a curse. Yeah, she's cut. She's she's the witch of Snow White. But then I could be saying anything. Like, if I was a broom, I would be in B and Q. Yeah, you, and I'd be riding you. 
as a witch. As a witch. But I do like those kind of like stories, um, regardless they of how you feel. They make party stories, they? do. They? I lo- so one of my favorite things is like the idea of sitting around campfires and telling ghost stories. Yeah, I it's think the it's entertainment so... factor, right? Exactly. It definitely has. And I remember in, in the last, um, was it the last video? It was one of the la- videos we what we did recently. Mm-hmm. And I said about how I miss being scared. Yeah. And like I had a couple of people comment saying like, well, I've seen you play horror games on Twitch and you're frightened. But like, I don't, I don't mean like, getting scared at like playing a horror game because like anyone's susceptible to jump scares like yeah. that is, but you're not like scared you're just apprehensive of everything mm-hmm. and they might get a bit creeped out by like the film for a bit but like once you turn it off it's done once it's finished it's done oh, and I, I quite like that I don't want to I, like, I feel scared enough as it is yeah but like I think it's quite fun when you're like with a group of friends and you've sort of freaked each other out a you bit and you're spooked. a bit like ooh I don't What's want to go to bathroom I'm scared yeah. like when you're on your own it's a bit like no that's actually not nice yes, I'm you're... going to die but I think I, I do miss I really do miss that kind of feeling of being creeped out when I was like younger because like your world view is still so kind of small that you haven't really experienced life yeah, i guess because I, yeah. I think a lot of it is maturity but also yeah. just as you get older you experience more things and like you just stop being scared about ghost stories of the the neighborhood town because yeah. you're like i actually just watched like more terrifying over there and it was some man being murdered in real life yeah like yeah, 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 you yeah, become yeah, so yeah. numb to kind of like these spooky stories um so i kind of that's what i meant by i miss being scared i still feel like though this is something that's very you've had a fundamentally quite different experience to me because you grew up in like a really small village yeah whereas i grew up in basically a city so yeah. i never had these like village folklore mm. like tales about where i was because i grew up in brighton it was just like don't go to the beach you get bummed by the gays <laughs> and it was just like oh okay do you know what i mean so that was like the joke was like you get bummed in brighton you get bummed 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 and it's just like oh whereas your but apparently yours is like don't go over there because Jesse's grave will get you. (laughs) (laughs) The haunted tree stump that kills everyone near it. Exactly. That's the thing. I think actually... It's a lot more abstract, the horror. Yes, yes. No, I actually... That's a good point to make. Like, our school was, like, hundreds of years old. So, like, there was always stories about, like... um, like there would see like kids that had left years ago or yeah. whatever and they were just suddenly appear. I mean there was even like the summer field that I worked at mm-hmm. back in like uh, like the mid 2000s there were stories that apparently even workers would see like a little boy in the lift oh um that was someone's appear because that building was there for like God knows how many years mm. before. It was a really old building that obviously like, over time. 400 years ago, 400 children years. knew how to use lifts. Yes. Very, so, very But avant-garde. there was, you know, there was, always, there was always these stories about where I lived, but I think maybe a city's don't have it as much. I mean, London probably does because there are so many like old... Do you know one? I, d- I can't think of like a, a ghostly urban legend that I've heard about London. Like, don't go down to the Thames, you'll die. I remember seeing, there was one about, uh, there's so many ghost stories about like the underground in the early days when it was like That's build true. up. That's true. Actually, there was when lots were, like, of ghost digging, stories there was, about the underground. There was so many ghost stories about the underground about- when So many people died So many people it. died building it, but also when they were like excavating things to make the tunnels, they were unearth- like, plague unearthing pits plague pits, sorts. loads of like mass graves from like, attacks and all this shit so yeah there's loads of ghost stories around the underground that's so i think true. i think if actually you... yeah that's true this one is called don't open your windows or doors if you hear knocking while driving oh no the mad dinner lady the mad dinner lady <laughs> before my dad retired he worked over the midwest doing highway construction these are very american words that i don't know mm-hmm. he would be gone for one to two weeks at a time for most of the summer working sun up to sundown One night, he was on his way home in the middle of the night. He was probably 40 miles from home, out in the middle of nowhere, when he heard a knocking sound on the rear passenger truck door. Oh, no. Disgusting. Absolutely. Like, like, driving at night is kind of a little bit nerve-wracking anyway. Especially in, like, country roads as well. Well, this is just it. In London, it never really gets to night. Like, there's there's never really So much light pollution. Whenever I leave London for, like, a little while, I'm always genuinely shocked at how dark night is. And it's so dumb to say it, because I'm like, it happens every night. But it actually doesn't. Like, London doesn't ever get dark. No. Like when you, as soon as you leave and you go onto those like country roads at night, it's like, oh no, this is like, I can't see anything. Yes, yes, Terrifying. yes. It is actually really spooky. I think when we went to, we went to stay in Devon yeah. in February, that was the first time that I kind of experienced like darkness like, oh, again after yeah, so long. That's legit darkness. Really strange, isn't it? He was instantly caught off guard and wondered if he should stop to get out and see what it was. No. He also thought about rolling down his window to see if he could figure out what made the sound. No. Something didn't feel right, so he decided to just keep driving. 
Very good. The correct, yes, the correct option. Yes, the yes. correct one. There was a town coming up soon anyway, so if it happened again, he could get out and check in the light. He got into town and the knocking had stopped. Somewhat relieved and getting closer to home, he decided to press on. As soon as he was out of the lights of town, the knocking started again. This time, he was terrified. Oh no It literally sounded like Knuckles knocking steadily on the back door Was there someone actually inside the truck oh, do you reckon God. Like, And he just didn't realise It happened a few more times until he reached the lights of his hometown The next day he told my mum and me We all went out to inspect the truck And it was covered in dirt from construction Only on the back door Where, they're knocking, where the knocking came from There looked like knuckle marks <sighs> He was he knocked on the truck and it left nearly identical marks. Not long after that, we were speaking with a medicine man. We are Ashinabe. I don't know if that's the correct way to pronounce that. Anish Anishinaabe. I'm butchering that word. I'm so sorry. Wait, what, wait, what I'm confused. So they. They're a, a type of indigenous people. Oh, okay. And my dad told him what happened. He told us that it was good that he didn't get out or roll down his window or whatever it was would have gotten closer. These things don't have good intentions and they will try to trick you. I don't like things like that because, again, it's one of those... It's it, To me, that that's one of those like plausible things. Yeah, that it's could... the same thing as home intrusion. Like It's yeah. likely to happen. Like yeah. People will... They often hear about people hiding in the backseat of cars and then like yeah. mugging. Like carjacking is a yes. real thing that happens. I, I think I, I may have said this before, but I remember hearing a story about um, a, a, a person who had <laughs> got into someone's backseat yeah. and they didn't realise for a long time. Yeah. And for ages I was scared to get my friend's car because I was like no no there's someone in the back well the thing is you can always just check obviously growing up in a town that was very tiny and then like the you know a lot of the country roads were very dark I was kind of used to driving around them with my friends and stuff yeah so I think you become a little bit numb to it but it's still even someone who was like a seasoned uh, driver of the back back streets like it's still creepy at night time especially because yeah. as I said there's a lot of legends and shit of devil yeah. and stuff but it is scary it is creepy when you stop somewhere like that and it's just darkness I swear one time I was we were walking down where the park was near my house before and there wasn't any street lights on this road it was mm-hmm. just pitch blackness and we were chased once by someone we have no idea who it was oh someone just like God, randomly chased us that's a paranormal experience um, we were coming back to the, coming back because me and my friend Hannah we were just coming back to the house as we were coming back up the road I turned around there was like someone behind us and all of a sudden they just started chasing us and I've, oh, I've, I've, I don't have a clue who they were horrendous. oh no I don't know if I've told this before so I was having a party it was me and like a whole load of my friends like seven of us we were having a party I just had these like house parties at mm-hmm. my house all the time we were going to, again, going down the same road to a park. This car pulled up to us, high of his beams on, stopped in front of me and my friend Hannah, and like, kind of just stayed there. And we were like, what's happening? Why is this car like stopped in front of us? And as more of our friends like came around, it kind of like sped off and then went away. As we're walking down, the car kept going back and forth, like up and down the road. We went to the park. We, we, at this point, we're like, well, should we just like go back to the house? Yeah. It's a bit creepy. We then went to the park. We're like, no, let's just carry on anyway. We went to the park. The car pulled into the car park with this high beams like shining on us while we're in the park for like 10 minutes. And we were just like, what the fuck is happening? And Ooh, it was so scary. And because it was like, because it was like high beams, we couldn't see inside because the lights were so bright. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. idea what was going on. Because we were thought, oh, maybe they were looking for the, like their daughter or yes, something. Yeah. But like the, the, the amount of times that they did it, I was like, this is know. weird. Yeah. Especially because the first time when they pulled up to me and Hannah, like, and it was just us two, I was like, that's not a normal thing to do. Mm-hmm, like, if you're mm-hmm. looking for someone, you'd be like, do you know where X yeah, person like, is? Excuse me, have you seen But that? it was just the way that they just stayed there, like, mm. staring at us for ages. That is creepy as hell. Yeah. Really, really creepy. I've had not experienced like that, but I've been like curb crawled by men who are like, <laughs> get in my van. No, leave me alone. Rose the red, violets are blue, I've got a gun, get in the van. Oh my god, that is horrendous! <laughs> no, I've not. Luckily, I've not had a situation no. quite like that. But no, I've been like curb called by myself and with friends and stuff, but never like followed in a car. Weird. Like, well, it's the same thing again. Of like anything that seems to happen at night is a lot like creepier. Anyway. Oh, absolutely. It's like anything that happens in the sea is immediately more creepy because you're not in your like natural element. When you close your eyes at night and you're in like a dark place, your eyes just hallucinate anyway. Like yes. if you close your eyes and then maybe put your hands over your eyes, like put a bit of pressure on your like closed eyes, you will hallucinate yeah, colors and all sorts color. of yeah, yeah. So the idea that like in the dark, you can see things any like moving or darting or something, like the dark is creepy for a reason. But they also say as well, like a lot of the time, there's lots of mis- legends about things like Bloody Mary and stuff is because when you oh, look into yeah. the, when you 
you look into like the mirror at nighttime, your brain almost like distorts things because it's trying to make sense of what it's tr- actually yeah, looking yeah, at. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of these tales as well, like things like Bloody Mary, came from when we had candlelight and yeah. candle flickers. So when you're like staring in a mirror and you get the like light imprint, you know when you stare at a light and you get an imprint of that light, if it's flickering, yes. it could very easily look like what you've seen at yourself, but then you've like looked away and you can see an imprint. You're like, it's Mary, it's girls. Mary. And that's the end of and that. And that's the end of that thought. chapter. Cheers to that. Just recently, about two weeks ago, I was on my way to Home Depot when I arrived at this spotlight. After sitting there for about 15 or so seconds, the light turned green. Oh, stoplight. I said spotlight. I oh like, yeah, my show is around. Yeah. I stopped at a sp- <laughs> stoplight. After sitting there for about 15 seconds or so, the light turned green. As soon as it did, I felt like I couldn't move at all. I don't know how to explain it, but it felt like it was as if something was telling me not to go just yet. After about a second or two, this red Ford Explorer barreled through the intersection, running the red light, what must have been about 50 miles per hour. I don't know how much exactly, but it was ridiculously fast. After the car sped through the intersection, I could move again. I don't know what that was, but had it not been for that, I would have probably not been able to tell you this story. I think I'm for this one. I feel like I wanted to actually discuss. Have you ever been in a situation where you've just had like an awful gut feeling about something and you're just like, I don't know what it is, but something is not right. Yes, 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 yes. I have. Um, I also ignored one. (laughs) Oh, did you? And then ended up in a relationship with him for 10 years. Oh, dear. Just your gut, girls, yes, you know, yes. best. No, but there is there was one where I was actually with my ex and um, I was just like, I don't want to get up the train home tonight. Something is like, it was late and I was like, there's something's happening. I'm going to get like an early train in the morning. Yes. Nothing <laughs> ended up happening on that train, but I was just kind of like, I am familiar with the feeling of like dread. It's like a foreshadowed dread or something. It's, yeah, it's like, I think it's so strange because something you can just like, especially I think sometimes as well when you meet people, sometimes you can have a wonderful night, but there's something about the them vibe that you, is you, off. you can't like just pinpoint what it is. And like, I think the human instinct, like I don't know what this was for this, yeah. for this person, but like clearly something happened in his body that was just like, no, no, like I don't know. Like, Too much Botox. And you know, if he, he says that if he went forward, like he probably would have died if that, you know, that, if that fucking back of a truck mm-hmm, hit him mm-hmm, he would have died mm-hmm. I, I mean i mentioned this a while ago I, I can't remember exactly what it was but like as i said like the, the morning my grandma died yeah. there was something about that morning i don't know what it was nothing was different yeah. than what any other day when she was in hospital yeah. was and i i just it's, i just knew i was mm-hmm. like there's something about today i was like she's gone and then we found out later that she did and like i couldn't tell you anything about why that happened yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but there was just something in the air something inside me that was just like that's it that's it when my mum went into hospital in 2012 and didn't come out again i i knew as soon as she was taken into hospital i was like she's not coming out again. no yeah like that's it it's it's really yeah straight i think it's uh, weird isn't it vibe well, because they say it about like twins as well don't they how some that they feel like twins can sometimes like almost like feel each other's pain and emotion i've heard many stories of like people being in like completely different locations and they've they've known that there's something wrong with their twin even i remember i'm not gonna tell the entire story it's not really my story to tell but years ago callum was in an instant where he was where he was hurt and his mum instantly knew that something had happened even that this like when we were teenagers so like it was before social media and everything and she rung him that literally like not even 20 what 20 minutes after it happened going what's wrong i know something's wrong with you and she just knew. Like, I, th- I think it's very interesting. I think, what is that? I don't know. It's a weird one. I don't really know how to explain it. Because it's a feeling that you get that's not in your head and not in your heart. Mm-hmm. It is in your, like, stomach. Yeah. The stomach and the, the your whole, like, gut area has just as many nerve endings as your brain does. Really? So, yeah, just oh, as I didn't many. Know that. So the idea of, like, a living gut or, like, a nervous gut in a, yeah. not a way that's like, I'm scared, but in a way that's, like, nervously active. Yes. Then maybe you can pick up on, like, energies and things like that. But... There's no real like scientific evidence for exactly, it. Exactly, yeah. I feel it's like- It's mysticism rather than anything else. Yeah. Well. I think it's also very interesting as well. It's like when you hear, not even necessarily hearing a story, but you go into like a, a build, like an old building and sometimes you can kind of just like feel the heaviness of mm-hmm. the air mm-hmm. in it. Like it, I, I find that very interesting. It's probably something to do again with what we were saying earlier. When you explain that you get pressure headaches. Yes. It's probably something like this. There's a receptors somewhere in the body that are just like can detect like air differences or something. Yes. Like. The reason, you know, when people are like, when you're up a mountain, the air feels really fresh. Yeah. And it's like, well, the air is technically the same, but the pressure is different. So yes. maybe that's like, maybe there is something there that's like the body 
very very just very very low frequency can just tell a difference of like yeah the strength of a room like the density of a room's air that you're in or something and yes you're like oh, it feels really heavy in it, that's where the phrase um you can cut the atmosphere with a knife yes comes yes from. yes like yes. you can just feel the heaviness of a room even like frequencies can fuck up your body where oh, you can yeah. hallucinate yeah just yeah, from yeah. hearing like a low pitch frequency well, also the brown note can make you just defecate yourself so. can you yes Who do, what's yes. the brown note i've never even heard of that uh, yeah so it's a specific note that like ruptures your your bowels wow. basically because i, know, I right. swear they were trying to like develop sound wave weapons we have use... them in london oh, we have sound we? cannons but they are illegal to you are so they? they are yeah they're, is it um... like one is it like a huge not like illegal just from the uk but is it like one of those illegal things like it's, huge, it's like a war crime uh, yeah like a war crime so what does it do like making people explode? i have no idea <laughs> what it, yeah, yeah i don't think if it makes people explode but it was meant to make there was one that was light and one that was sound i can't remember exactly what the sound one was meant to do but it was meant to basically like remove people from an area because yes. it was so unpleasant to be in but you also have the light one that can make you sick it can make you just immediately oh, wow. vomit yeah. because isn't there there's that town in the uk that everyone like hears like a hum there's like the hum town yeah, oh i wish yeah, I, I, I wish that. i wish i remember the story there's a, yeah, there's a there story is, of like there? there's a place i'm pretty sure it's in the uk where certain amount of the population who live there can just hear this like constant hum sound mm-hmm. but it's not like everything that anyone can hear and mm-hmm. a certain amount of people can hear it mm-hmm. a bit like i guess dogs could hear certain frequencies yeah and that like makes people ill. It makes and so they like move out and shit. It's like mm-hmm. weird. This one is called "My Partner Just Glitched" and it's freaking me out. Oh, now, I love I a good want, glitch story. Yes, I do want to uh, preach to the choir here. That's not what I meant. Preach to, say, to the choir. Welcome to my psalm. Oh, sometimes people do just glitch. Yes. Like sometimes I'm just like, oops, why yeah. did I do that? Never mind. Anyway, let me preface this by saying there has always been creepy stuff happening around me. And I have several stories of my dad's old house, which made me and my siblings all agree it's haunted as F. So this evening, my partner, who is 42 and male, and I, 32 female, were upstairs sorting the laundry when his daughter, who's 17, called us downstairs as dinner was ready. Very spooky mm. spaghetti ghost. Making the kid make the dinner. Oh. I'm triggered. Oh, disgusting. Disgusting. Disgraceful. I was heading down the stairs and my partner was right behind me, literally two steps behind. He did his usual thing of tickling the back of my neck as we walked. Oh, push you down the stairs. Yeah. The bottom of our stairs is wooden, so you can hear when somebody steps onto it from the carpeted stairs. When we got to the bottom, my feet hit the floor as usual, and as I turned to ask him something, he wasn't there. Oh, no. He wasn't there, girls! I totally froze for a second and looked up the stairs, and there he was on the top step, pale and shaking, found shaking and crying. (laughs) I asked him what the F just happened, and he kept saying, I don't know, I don't know. I was behind you before I hit the bottom, and the next step I was back up the stairs. I don't know what's happening we didn't say anything to our girl as she is already leery of this stuff and i thought he and i are somewhat used to it i'm trying to get the courage up to leave my laptop recording audio overnight because there is definitely something wrong with this house the thing is like i think illness has befallen (laughs) the thing is i am obviously a a believer in ghosts and shit but like teleportation and like uh, yeah. suddenly appearing at the top of, of your stairs. Of all the things to happen over billions of years of evolution you think your husband following you down the stairs Can and moving suddenly back be two steps is yeah. like the biggest the, moment uh, like you're not that dead. special <laughs> Stories like this I just think there's actually a scientific explanation yeah. the thing is like people sometimes just do hallucinate as well like people just do like yeah. the amount of times you'll be like making a coffee and you're like i can hear a noise and then you like you look around you're like there is no noise it's like that the Easy. the phenomena of um you see some run th- like moving from the corner of your mm-hmm. eye i had and that like, twice today and i wasn't like a ghost i was just like oh I'm ill. <laughs> it, happen- it does have. I, I, I can't remember the exact thing, but I remember watching a video about it a little while ago, and it was like actually, actually a really common thing that happens mm-hmm. to people. And it's not actually paranormal. It's mm-hmm. just something in your brain misfires. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of these things have like weird little like human like explanations for them. I mean, maybe not every single thing, but a lot of them do. So, for example, the one that I can think of right now is you know, um, people that have arthritis, and before it like has you have a really heavy storm or something, the bones start to like hurt. Yes, and it's like that's not you being psychic that it's going to rain. My that's grandma like a medical had that. Phenomenon. Yeah, my, my grandma had that. Yeah, so it's like it's one of those things where it is explainable, but it's not like back in the day before medical knowledge would have known that it would have been like, oh, old lady. Yellow's got yeah. all wonky. It's gonna rain, and that's we're all the, gonna die. That's the kind of time where people would be burned on the stake. Is I, it true that cows sit down when it's about to rain? 
There was a whole thing about cows will sit down when the storm's coming. Should we ask a cow? This is our Hello. special guest, Daisy. Moo. Hello, Daisy. Do you like to sit down? Moo. Only when it's raining. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thanks. You've cleared up that question. <laughs> what <laughs> role played <laughs> cow being interviewed about Welcome the rain? to Gag of the Moo. So, the title of this one is more, it's, it's actually more of a question but people are replying oh. to it. And it says, what are some horrifying things to consider when thinking about aliens? Ooh. So someone's commented here saying, aliens could do to us what we've done with wolves, selectively breeding a once noble species in grotesque ways, transforming us into... <laughs> <laughs> the equivalent of bulldogs, poodles, and dash hounds. Yes, absolutely. But oh, I love dash hounds. Though. I didn't realize a dash hounds like not actually good. Like, are they? They so unfortunately with a lot of like pedigree breeds that are bred for very specific things. Unfortunately, a lot of the time they have like some health issues. Oh, I things. didn't know that because yeah. I, I I knew about things like pugs and like French bulldogs that have the smushed up faces. Like they're actually bad. Like banned in a few countries yes. because of how like poorly they normally get. Mm-hmm. But isn't it a weird concept thing that aliens would ever see us or something and be like? Do you know what? We're going to... Well, they're just giving really long arms, we're... aren't they? It's cute. Yeah, but I wonder why... Like, where did the probing thing come from? Do you know? Where did that whole, like, oh, it's probe humans? Absolutely like, how did no that become... I think someone was just like, I really want to get probed. I probes. really want to, so like, yeah. No, they did no. that against my will. I didn't want it, but I was there <laughs> ready and clean for the taking. Maybe there's, like, a Hollywood... Like, a Hollywood invention. About. Maybe, maybe there is like a, a really infamous like film or piece of media or something maybe that was that like that introduced it. the idea of like aliens abducted to probe. probe you. Like, what can they learn from probing? Maybe it was just because like straight men just really wanted anal sex, well, and that was it, the only it? thing. And they're, they're like, like, oh my god, <laughs> aliens! Because what I think happened? it's an interesting thing of actually like if we were ever discovered by aliens, like and potential them like using us as like farms or something, they could farm humans or like. Well, that's the uh, the premise of um, War of the Worlds. So it's different from the book. The book is a little bit different, but the film sort of goes along the concept. I'm not going to give. Oh, maybe I shouldn't. No, it's fine. So you can say, honestly, it's fine. So if you haven't seen it, plug I mean, it, up your whole It's a very now. old film it now. Is, People yeah, can't be like, like you spoiled it. Spoilers. <laughs> you, it's from like Jack also died in Titanic. Yeah. It's from like 2005, I think. Yeah. Something like that. But um, basically they capture humans and as they kill them, they use their blood to like fertilize the ground. Oh. So it's like they farm humans or they keep them captive and then spray the blood to make the ground like really red and like fertile Ooh. for the alien Dracula. Species. So another comment of this says, if they are significantly more advanced than us, aliens may treat us like ants. When we build dams, we don't worry about whether or not a dam will cause an anthill to be flooded out. I think that's probably one of the most common things that people say about like aliens is like they would just try to kill us or like destroy us. Yes. Well, there's there's the concept of like, if we are a competing species for resources, they would be like, okay, we're going to war with the humans. Or they might be so advanced that we are in fact not even a consideration yes. of threat, which yeah. is I think what that comment is trying to get yeah. at, where it's like, nobody cares if the anthill's flooded. But yeah, I, I think that's actually, that was Stephen Hawkins. I think he said it was like safe for us not to find yeah, alien be, life. Yeah, we wouldn't want to like go out of our way to find it because we don't know what we're going to expect. And judging from the way that humans treat other species if they were anything like humans we wouldn't want to find them yeah it's very true and i think um there's the last one there's the last couple here there's the possibility of them already knowing about us but but us not knowing about them we have no idea if they would know they could be commuting through space right now and we would have any idea about it and that's like one mm. of the oldest kind of stories I think when we think about aliens they're already like they're, here. they've already been here or they've come before yes so there are lots of like mm. weird little things you can think of from like a scientific point of view from this so like for example humans have been to the moon and we went there and we were like there's not actually a lot here so no, let's, let's why bother coming back kind yeah. of thing so imagine if a species is so old that they came here a long time ago and they were like oh nothing's on that planet um and then they were just so they, it's like written off of like just don't bother going back because there's nothing oh, can there. you imagine imagine if that is the case and then it's like obviously life has happened blah blah, blah but we're already written <clears> off as like oh don't bother yeah they don't yeah exactly like they've already been here it's a bit like you leaving devon it is, why yeah. bother going yeah, back yeah i've been there seen that been there done that mess down yes yeah, yeah, i got yeah. beaten oh, up and yeah. cried bulletproof bulletproof yes this time baby gout. i've got gout <laughs> I would love to think that in our lifetime we'd find anything, but um, unless there's a way that like, because we're, we're, we in Luxaria and like other millennials of our age are in like a weird, I mean, obviously people younger as well, but we're at like a weird cusp of like, we could, be, like if, if we haven't kill, like, killed ourselves in the future, Ooh, we, have, we have a potential of like finding some way of like keeping us alive for longer. I think 
our gen- yeah, we're, we're kind of like on the cusp of like yeah. people like people not immortality ju- but like yes. like longer life yeah like people now are understanding that like you can take certain supplements and do certain health routines yes. to create a longer life blah blah there was a, a scientist i don't know if they're discredited now because they were a bit wacky carol oh, and wacky arms. i love the guys very that um they were like the first person to live a thousand years has already been born mm. and it's like oh maybe maybe not maybe because i think people who are born right now like babies who are now born again unless we've destroyed the planet but like i feel like they probably gonna have got the best chance of like living like really long lives depending on what technology yeah, if, if we they're invent. like accurately cared for i feel like yeah you can we could quite easily keep people alive for a lot longer i mean we can do that already if you think about things like transplants like organ yes, transplants yes. that is essentially like extending life yes it's still within the boundaries of like what we consider to be biological human life up to like about 80 something yes, like yes, that yes. but if imagine if you're like when you get to 80 you're like oh I'll just change all my little bits and bobs. Bye. But then would you be the same person? <gasps> Paranormal. <laughs> In the concept of like Christianity and like God, surely God would be an alien because he's not from Earth. Well, wouldn't God be technically an alien? <laughs> I mean, sure. Let's go down that route. Why not? Well, they, the idea, there are like, some ancient like uh, hieroglyphics for example depicting like aliens coming down and bringing the bearing of like the knowledge of fire and like the knowledge of light and how to harvest electricity and things like that so in essence you could argue the case that like maybe an alien influenced us yeah very long time ago and then humans were like that's good (laughs) they've helped us survive girls and let's all have babies and form a church but like he's it, suddenly a white man. Yeah. It, it, and, it, and so the idea that then we're calling him a he him is so f- hilarious because it's like, oh, so does he have testicles? Yeah. Like, does God have testicles? Mm-hmm. Does God have testicles? He does, yeah. <laughs> I felt An them. unusual mm. question. Uh, God came morning. to me in the middle of the night and oh, he, he came he, on yeah, you. He teabagged well. me. <laughs> Do not, be afraid. Note, <laughs> Do not um, be afraid. Do not be afraid. Anyway, let's move on. So this one is from the subreddit Paranormal Encounters. Uh, and is written by Meow Meow Five Now. I love Meow Meow. Two one five. Meow Meow. Meow Meow. meow, meow let's meow, not meow, talk about Meow Meow. I love Meow Meow. meow. <laughs> God, 2008 is quaking. Quick wash, please. So I work in a nose. <laughs> No, I don't. I work in a nursing home that is also attached to a hospital. Spooky. Mm. Lately, there had been a lot of death in the nursing home. And it's so weird, like it came in waves. Oh, she's beating up the other microphone stand. They say death usually comes in threes. Who says this? Does anyone say this? Well, I think it's the same people say like, they say that the the one for sorrow, two for joy, three for a cunt. Oh. They say about magpies, don't they? Oh, that's true. That, superstition. Sometimes it comes in clusters of threes. Well, then that's not really like in threes, is it? It's, it's, it's actually, that's actually nine. nine. Yes, nine, yeah. Yeah, stop doing that. It's clusters of ones. No. <laughs> clusters of ones. Yeah, like we will have a group of three die within one or two weeks. And a few weeks later, another set of threes will go... Oh, and then it will go a while without anyone dying. When I was still working my night shift, we were doing 2 a.m. rounds and my fellow co-worker froze in her tracks in the hallway and turned completely white. And she suddenly looked sick. I asked her what was wrong and she said she saw a full body apparition of a little boy who looked at her and then he walked into the wall between two residents' rooms. Within a week, both of the residents died. Oh, so the little child is Winnie the P- Paddington Bear! Paddington Bear! <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Paddy up. Another thing that happened was this lady rang her call light. No big deal. We went to answer it. It's about three o'clock in the morning. The resident asked us why there were children buried in the backyard. Oh dear. Oh, Mavis is off her meds. Down the hall that was adjacent to her, another resident was banging her head on the wall at the same time talking about children. She died. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. This story. What a a way to explain. She died. She died. A dead body. A dead body. This one really creeped me out big time. But we had a resident ring and we went to answer it and she tells us that she needed to see the lady across the hall because she's dead. (laughs) We didn't believe her and thought she was crazy. But we went to check on the resident and she was dead. Anyway, that's all I've got now. (laughs) That just sounds like a hospital. Like I know, right? Actually, you said that. Yeah, that's what happens in hospitals. The thing is, like, I... Obviously, someone is a believer of paranormal stuff. I feel like sometimes when people share stories like that, it almost, like, takes away validity of stories that feel 
almost like they could be really when you say things like that like yeah. it's because it was haunted it no, muddies you, the water you, you were just in a hospital but with unwell people who yeah, die. Yeah, this is exactly like, it. So the idea that, that someone is working in a hospital and taking what they're ill, old patients, because you, if you're in hospital, you're not doing well, are you? Yes. Whatever it is that's gone wrong, you're in hospital. I'm there for an it. award. Yeah, I'm there to just mm. a nice day out at the hospital, yes. said no one ever. <laughs> so they're listening to these people who are like on the edge of life going, the children are buried in the yard Beth. and they've come to see me, girls. I'm going to smash my head on the wall <laughs> and going, oh, everything this woman says is valid. Yeah. Like, mm, she's... Clearly very unwell. unwell. Like yeah. I can understand that sometimes listening to people talk about like spooky things can kind of give you the willies. The willies go. But also like take it with a pinch of salt. Yes, exactly. I used to work in a nursing home where I cared for dementia patients. Oh, scary. Every patient on the hall I worked on would steal spoons from the dinner to give to the kids because they liked shiny things. Oh. It got to a point where once a week I'd have to go through everyone's room to get back all of the spoons that they had stolen. I asked the patients about the kids many times but never got a good answer. Wouldn't be so weird if they all didn't do it all together, but it was everyone. One time at 3 a.m., one of my patients started screaming, so I ran into her room and found her lying in her bed, seemingly fine. I asked her what was wrong, and she said, the boy is here again and won't get out of my closet. I'm scared. Like me too, Dolores... Dolores, what the heck? I reason I included this is because my granddad uh, had dementia and Parkinson's, so it was... The amount of times where I would come into the living room and he's just seemingly talking to like the room mm. and he's like, oh, there's, I'm talking to the per- a boy. There was a boy. I'm talking to the boy that's sitting on the sofa. Or sometimes he would say, I'm talking to Sylvia, which was his wife, my grandma. And I think to myself, like, I always wonder like what they're actually seeing. Like, are they actually seeing like an entity, like so, a, not like ghosts, but I'm not saying ghosts, but I'm saying like, are they actually like, are they actually seeing, like, are they hallucinating a, like a thing? So when it comes to things like dementia, you have to think of it as like parts of the brain are being deleted. Yes. So it's not necessarily that they, they might not even be experiencing anything at all. It's just that a part of the brain that would usually control like thinking inside your mind yes. has just suddenly decided to speak out loud yeah. for some for no reason at all because there is no the thing with the problem with dementia is there's no sense in it because it yes. is just deleted brain tissue basically yes. so it's not a case of are they hallucinating are they actually having a conversation with something it's more like the wires are so crossed that something like impulse is just taking over yeah so. because I, I always think about like is it actually quite a scary experience especially when you get to quite bad dementia because my this granddad it, my it? granddad a lot of the time would be screaming at night time and you would go to see him and he's like nothing's wrong but he's just like oh uh, out of anything that's probably the most terrifying thing that your body is yeah. almost like dying yeah, and you're, you're, yeah. nothing you can do about it but like like it's is very is, unpleasant is that experience really scary i've not had anyone with dementia in my life i just did a lot of study around it in human physiology because the brain is an organ and yeah. when an organ decides to mess up we usually study why that might happen mm-hmm. so when it comes to alzheimer's and dementia and things like that i would imagine that the early stages are almost the most petrifying yeah. you can feel as like if you consider yourself a completely independent capable oh adult <laughs> that's, <laughs> she's attacking that's a beat a completely capable independent adult and then like all of a sudden you notice parts of your world are crumbling but maybe you haven't noticed they've crumbled yes. until something happens and you're like oh I need to think of that thing and you genuinely can't Yes, but you still have the wits about you to know that you can't think of that there's like two things that are happening there's like I'm really scared and then there's I don't know that I'm really scared Yes, or I can't feel that I'm really scared because I'm so scared Yeah, and I feel like there's Maybe there's a point of like, not no return, but almost like a point of no return yes, with yes. Alzheimer's or dementia, where it's no longer terrifying for them, even though they are terrified. Because they don't it's, get it. They it's don't understand a, anymore. It's such a, a singular experience as opposed to like a long-lived trauma. Yeah. So like if something bad was to happen to us, we'd be, I, I'd think about it for days and days and days and days and days. Whereas maybe someone that has dementia who's screaming at something then in 20 seconds that experience would have been deleted. Yes, yes, that's so true. That's are like, they yeah. genuinely terrified, or are they just experiencing a, a, a now? Because I think we we talked about the, we talked about this ourselves a little while ago when we were in Camden. We had a, we had a discussion about this. I don't know why we were talking about it, but I said, is it like to a stage when because my granddad obviously when he got really bad, it was like he didn't know anything that was happening, and I'm like, yeah. I was like. Is this a bit like when you're like a baby, when you don't remember anything and like in a way you've kind of, in your brain, you've almost like already died because you don't remember like, yeah. you, 
don't remember when you're like one or two years old. You have no recollection of that at all. And it's like, do you get to a stage in life with this illness where like you get to that and all of a sudden like time has just disappeared. And like a bit like when you go to sleep one more, you go to sleep at the night time and you wake up in the morning. You have not, you don't know what happened in that time. You just yeah. wake up. Yeah. Is it then? But, and actually you've gone past a point of no return and almost like it's actually Gone. to your real your reality you've actually just died so you don't actually really remember or experience the last like couple years of your life yeah it's really difficult it's a weird thing it? to think about because you do get like especially with certain dementia patients and certain stories about dementia patients is that they have like moments of clarity yeah they're like and then i said i love you to my mum or something and those people often like break down in tears because they haven't seen that person yes 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 for a long time so like your analogy with like going to sleep and waking up i would actually say it's probably more like going in for surgery and going under anesthetic like oh, okay. you are gone like yeah. there is there is no I guess way you're dreaming, your yes. body can remember what happens to you when you're yeah. under anesthetic whereas when you when you're dreaming there is some level of knowledge that like you're in a bed yeah you're like that like, there are certain things that your body does to know that you're asleep whereas when you're put under it's just like your body has no idea what's just yes happened yes to you. yes and i would say it's more akin to an experience like that but i don't know for sure so yeah it's really that's probably the most scary thing we talked yes, about yes, today yes. is like potential illnesses of the future because this so this going back to what we mentioned earlier about like people living longer because people are living longer alzheimer's and dementia is at its highest rate it's ever been because it's almost like an inbuilt system of the brain being like okay, the body can live longer, but the brain is like, I can't do this. And yeah. like, this, something is wrong and happening. And it's just like, eventually, with any system you have, a stable system can only be stable as long as it is responsive. As yes. soon as it, something goes wrong, then the system becomes unstable and then like everything starts shutting down. Oh, it's every domino effect with a lot of this stuff. Yes, very yeah. that. And I think it's, it's kind of frightening to realize that, yes, we might be able to create humans that live a thousand years, but will they be the same human they were at 20? Yeah, well, the, yeah, I think as long as the consciousness, I guess, is still the same. But how do you manage a consciousness yeah, I think when you can't well, explain it, what it is? It really creeps me out, actually, when we, need to, when we talk about, like, uh, things like Black Mirror situations where, like, they've created AIs of people and it's like, is that real? Is like, is is that actually your consciousness gone in there mm. and then suddenly the one that's outside isn't actually you anymore? Yes, yes. And, yes. like, you don't experience the outside yes. world anymore or, like, anything... The, the whole idea of AI or like you transporting yourself into a computer mm -hmm. is terrifying because mm -hmm. it's like you don't know if you're going to wake up yeah. or if suddenly... Well, the, the irony about AI is that it's almost one of those things that can't really ever truly exist as we would think like science fiction of like we've created a self-replicating like yes. entirely new existence because a lot of pro computer programmers... Oh, she's like, I hate you, die. There's a lot of <laughs> any computer programmers in the audience here will know that a lot of like artificial learning algorithms are just literally if whens or mm -hmm. if and commands yeah. in a system. It's like if this do that, mm -hmm. and it will learn to be like if this do that, if this do that, if 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 if, if for like a million lines of code. But what was that thing that there was like a robot or like there was a, there was a program I can't remember who like a scientist people made, and they started like They're talking communicating to, to each other, and then they but made like just, a new language. It's and then they turned it off due to yeah. frightening. But it's still that point of like, there's not a, that's not a spark of life as such. That's literally if, that's an if and or an if when equation of like, if you say this, I respond with that. Like, until we get to a point where there's an understanding. Yes. We don't know what they were doing. Those, that's um, the thing. I think, yeah, it's, I think we're too early in this technology to truly kind of understand the length that can This really... is why also when you listen to billionaires like Elon Musk being like, the future is AI. We'll be having lady servants who are completely intelligent. It's like, oh, that. Well, they used to say back in like the... Do you bet we don't even know what life or consciousness is. So how can we create it? So many programs back in like the early 1900s like, in the year 2000, there'll be flying cars yeah. and people going to space every day. It's like, well, the no. Thing is, no. <laughs> No, very that. But also, if you think about the level of technology we've had develop in the last 20 years, it is incredible. But also, oh, yes. we still have dinosaurs who are like, no, it's been this way forever. We'll keep it this way forever. Like yeah. the idea that only now really we're having electric vehicles that are actually capable of doing things. Yeah. Even though the electric car was around before the petrol car. But that's because industry and people in industry have no intention of, money, selling, money, of, money, yeah, money, of money. selling away their power and their money. Yeah. Yeah. So they drip feed technology to us. Whereas actually we could have accelerated way past the needs for... We could have developed entire cities now that don't need to have individual car systems. Well, it's where also... It's it's a bit like um, at the moment everyone's going through like the energy crisis and stuff. Yeah. I was like, well, if these fucking money hungry bastards if we from years ago put all this money into green energy, we would not be having this issue now because we wouldn't care. We wouldn't need fuels from Russia or all of that. Yeah, so exactly. We would just be able to sustain exactly. ourselves. I don't know why as humans we've 
gotten ourselves to this point where we are constantly handing away power of things we can do to people who just want to exploit us for it. Yeah. So like, why doesn't every single apartment block or house or something have like its own way of generating its own power source? Yes. Why is it always outsourced to another situation? Yeah. Like, why yeah. do we have giant power stations that that power certain areas of the country when we could have like instead of one giant power station each house could be considered a power station by having lots of little pieces yeah. rather than one big one that's designed to like control everything yeah it doesn't make any sense it makes no because when you look at nature that's not how nature works at all yeah there's not one, one big tree river. of life yeah, and everything's exactly. like around it's, it yeah there's lots of little things everywhere and that's well it's much we, more we found out like about the the it's fun- much more easy the- to re- like repair if it goes wrong exactly like how trees trees and fungus and stuff like all communicate and and, like that's not just one tree drink, just like the entirety it's of a like network. yeah, exactly. It needs to be a network and not a single thing. Absolutely, it's, it's like until we have nationalization be... of like until we no longer look at like basic utilities to exist in a human as this world as like profiteering aspects, we're never going to see real development. It's like the 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 is it was it the Nestle man was like water's not a human right. Yeah, and then they started trading it on Ridiculous. the stock exchange. Disgusting. Unhinged. Like Unhinged. that is that's vile. Yeah. Like actually, we should take your water away for episode. Yeah. Um, We've gotten some weird tangents yeah, today, haven't we? This episode's been quite exciting. It's been quite. Yes, but I don't know what, what we're going to call it. The yeah. ethics of ghosts. Yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> so this one is called "Nobody Believes What I Saw," and sometimes I don't either. Ooh. Mm. I saw yes. a child of God. Yes. And she was dead. She was dead because I killed her. Yeah. <laughs> it's 11.17 in rural New Brunswick, Canada. 11.17. Imagine being alive in 11.17. No, at the time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was just like a ghost story from history. <laughs> no, it's the time. Sorry. Uh, I'm getting in my car to head back to Fredericton from my parents' place in the middle of nowhere. I had just finished up a small gig at the local fair and I had one or two beers at the show. Oh. Driving home drunk. Illegal. So I'm just pulling out of my parents' driveway into a dim country road to get back to the city when I turn on my high beams and see a tall, lanky, completely dark figure standing in the ditch on the right-hand side of the road. Terrifying! Terrifying, get I mean, this thing must have been eight or nine feet tall, absorbed all lights and had no limbs bigger than a baguette. Slender man? Very slender man, isn't it? I slammed on the brakes and watched this thing run across the road and into a field on the other side of the road towards the woods. I'm getting goosebumps writing this, but I could still see its silhouette speeding across the fields in my neighbor's yard's lights as it went into the black of night. I stopped to shiver on the road for a moment before speeding up to get to a safe distance. I had no idea what I just saw, so I called my mum to tell her I just saw this tall, alien-looking creature less than 100 metres from their home. She and my sister searched online for what what it could have been and came back with an article on the black stick man phenomena, which is, which exact, which fit exactly what I saw it on the August night in New Brunswick. This experience really opened my mind to the paranormal, and I'm almost thankful. That's quite terrifying. I think... It's terrifying, but I feel like that's more. Kind He's had of, some beer as well, yes. so we kind of have to remember that. I think this person, that this, stories like this, kind of more to me go into like urban legend it's stories. Very, it's, I'm sure you've had some in like Devon, where it's like the Jersey Devil chased yeah. well, you home. Uh, I have talked about this before, like the hairy hand, the in hairy Dartmoor, hand, the mad dinner lady, the mad dinner lady. You know, there was like the Jade's grave. Like there were, yeah. you know, there were things like that. I remember there was one that was like people were swear they could they they would see like a panther like going through the fields. Wow. There was like this. I can't I can't remember the exact story. Yeah, God, it was actually on um. It's a mystery as well. It's they, a they, mystery. Had, they had it on. Yeah, that. they did, did they? Um, I think we watched that one actually. But yeah, I I think for this anywhere kind of story, with wide open spaces in the night you're gonna hallucinate all sorts of things that's the thing i think with this is like maybe maybe this person did see what they thought it was but like to me it sounds like you may have seen like some like a tree or something and you've misinterpreted it as mm-hmm, like a mm-hmm. something blocking out the light yeah it was actually like a thick well, tree also trunk think or something. about something like if you've sped up to an area with your car headlights on and they cast long shadows over something yes if you think of like a cat is suddenly like the shadow of a cat is going to look really long and yes like, yes bulky. yes and if it jumps quickly across you might only pick up on the fact that you've seen this giant shadow leap across the road yes it could be anything of these sorts of things i'm not saying that it didn't happen it doesn't mean it's not real but there's also like there's loads of like the brain does just glitch 
Yes, it does. It, it does, does just glitch. Like, you do just, just make mistakes. Yeah. Like, it happens to me daily. Like, that person teleported earlier on. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah so like, oops, 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 dead, glitch the matrix, go. Yeah. yeah but I also, think... that doesn't mean that he wasn't completely spooked out of his mind. Because okay, I yeah, would be it, spooked It comes back to that thing of, like, well, you clearly have these emotions and you're feeling the way you're feeling. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. they're at least somewhat valid in that aspect. But whether or not you saw what you think you saw... What um, you think you did. What you think you did. Yeah. Driving at night, as we said earlier, is like genuinely terrifying anyway. I've got I've got an example of something that ha- similar-ish to this that kind of happened to me. I was driving with my friend Electra and Amy. We were just driving through the countryside, like outside of Brighton. We just went for like a drive one night, late at night. And we were coming back along this really long road. And I was, I was doing the national speed limit, which in the UK is 60 miles per hour. And then I saw something in the road up ahead. Um, and I had to really slam on the brakes because I was going to hit it and i actually thought it was like a little bunny or something in the road turned out to be a plastic bag a plastic do you ever feel like, like a plastic, plastic cat <laughs> i was gonna say that but then i was like no no say no it. don't say the c yeah, word no. split, like a plastic flap <laughs> and i was like i thought it was a bunny and everyone in the car was like like proper emergency stopped like seat belts clicked in like strangulation style and i was like oh thank god it's not a real thing it's just yeah. a plastic bag but there's that split second if you are driving somewhere that your brain does kind of go it's a something quick react mm-hmm. because like you are driving a death machine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually one of the reasons why I stopped driving. Yeah. I was just like, I'm going, I'm someone who should just, like, I think there's this notion that everyone should learn, that everyone should be driving. No, they shouldn't. Not every person is cut out to do everything. Yeah. And I'm someone who like, I shouldn't be driving. I will kill someone. Mm. I will be, the, and I'm like, no, nope, I'm not going to do it. I'm, mm. I will take public transport or Ubers or whatever. I just hated it. I was mm. like, I don't want to, I'm going to kill someone. <laughs> and that's the end of Paranormal Encounters. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> It turns out the people were the scariest all along. All along. Um, oh, the moral of the story. story. Yes. Yeah, so, everyone. Yes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. It was Deranged actually a lot episode, of fun. It, yeah. went, it went completely different I than I was expecting. I love our topics because we're like, ignore that. Thank you so much for watching today's episode. I really mm. hope you've enjoyed it. Please Share comment- any paranormal ex- experiences you have with us in the comments below. Yes. So or- I can block you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Any ghost stories, any paranormal things, any theories, you th- like any anything we talked about today, any theories you have on anything we've discussed and of course also even if you had like a spooky experience with a person spooky. please let us know down Sometimes below people are genuinely quite frightening yeah, they actually are, honestly they are working in the retail and seeing oh, like some yeah. of them will come in and they'll be like this uh, butter <laughs> this woman is dirty <laughs> fate and fortune said i'm going to see a bold man today and he's going to give me lots of money yeah. therefore my shopping is free therefore, i'm going to rob him <laughs> hit the like button subscribe hit the notification bell and we will see you soon for another episode of gag of the millennial yes, very very soon yeah, bye guys. Of Wally's, have a spooky Halloween.